Hi subscribers, hi everyone, it's Sloan Rhodes here with your weekly self-mastery class, Ego and Heart, for the week of December 30th, 2018. This is the last class for the year, so that's kind of exciting. Um, today I'm going to be drawing from the Wisdom of the Oracle Deck by Colette Baron reed and we'll be looking at one card um, as the energy for the week and how the ego may try to distract us um, from what can be a more peaceful place and where we can explore the heart-centered energies based on that same energy and then one card in the position of what we can expect or look forward to regardless. And I did want to remind everyone that there's still two more days to take advantage of the sale. It's 15% off all of my video readings as well as all gift certificates for video readings that you can utilize for yourself throughout the next year. You don't have to have a reading right away if you're not quite ready, but it is a good savings. And also 40% off, this is a great deal for my online courses. In particular, the Three Pillars of Intuition, a methodology for reading Oracle and Tarot cards. It's a great deal on that particular course. There are links below and above. <laughs> and uh, also the um, How to Read Oracle Cards for Beginners course is also an excellent deal. And I have a small course, How to Read Crystals, or How to um, Work with Crystals. Uh, so you may want to take advantage of that if you have been on the fence about that or just curious. The Three Pillars of Intuition course in particular will help you connect more and more with your powers of intuition, even if you um, are already fairly intuitive. There's a methodology there which can can be helpful sometimes because, you know, sometimes we get lost in uh, what feels like intuition and maybe is it ego or is it intuition, you can't tell kind of thing. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. I hope everyone's been enjoying their holiday season and are ready for 2019. Ready or not, it's coming, right? <laughs> I'm excited for it. Okay, so first card, Higher Power. Beautiful. And what we can expect or look forward to regardless is a new life. <laughs> look at that, new year, new life. I'll show you this card first. So this is the card we're going to be looking at in terms of the ego and the heart, the Higher Power card. And then what we can expect to look forward to regardless is a new life. Now, I'll get into this card more, but it's not that you will necessarily have a brand new life, but that you are breathing new life into the life that you already have. You know, there's many blessings there to be um, expanded upon. But let's look at the higher power card. I don't know if you can see the imagery so soft in this deck, but I, um, there is a beautiful, what looks to be some kind of fairy... Okay, so I don't know if you can see it, but there's an image here of, a, it looks like a man or a person, and then above them is what could be a fairy or an angel, and the angel has a key at the third eye. So the ego, as I talked about even with the Three Pillars of Intuition class, sometimes the methodology can be helpful because we can start to second-guess our intuition. Is that my ego? Is it just my secret desires, my un unconscious desires, or is it truly what I'm intuiting? And with the higher power, in terms of the ego, that can, that can become an issue. But even more importantly than that, as I feel this for the ego, the ego doesn't want to give over to a higher power. The ego wants to see the evidence. The ego wants to know that the ego has control. Again, this isn't because the ego is bad, but because this is what the ego has done um, for us in terms of humanity, in terms of our ability to use our mind, right? This logical, powerful um, wheel of thought that occurs continuously throughout our lives. And so 
with the higher power or the ego will say, there's no point in having faith. I need to see the evidence. Or yeah, I have faith, but show me, show me something first before I, <laughs> before I give it over. I know there's more ways I can work it. You know, the ego is always overworking things, thinking, you know, we think that we, when we're laying awake at night and we're letting our mind churn away at a problem, really, you know, just over and over again, um, we tell ourselves that we are um, safer that way. You know, the ego says, no, keep, keep on this treadmill of uh, this thought pattern because that's where you'll come up with a solution. Whereas in truth, the solutions come from a, pace, a place of peace, not from overworking things. Um, so it may be that the ego, you know, says this is ridiculous. Don't give up to a higher power. Just keep on that treadmill. Keep on that treadmill. But in truth, as I feel it here for you with the key and the number four, um, you have to submit a little. You have to um, take a breath and allow the universe, the higher power, spirit, your guides and angels, your intuition, however you feel about it. Um, to come in. You have to surrender a little bit. That is where the true solutions lie, in that peace, in that surrender, because when you are constantly working something, um, the solutions you come up with tend to be very tight, very short-lived. And what you're wanting here, you're wanting something that's very stable, right? We have number four, something that's going to have legs that can last the test of time. And so you have to give a little open allowance here. You have to Surrender, you know, to higher power, whatever that means for you. And the ego says, no, 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 no. That's not how I create stability in my life. That's this airy-fairy stuff. I need to see the evidence. I need to keep working this problem. This is why I'm allowing my mind when I go for a walk, or I'm walking in nature, or I'm on a hike, or I'm laying awake in bed, or I'm on the treadmill, or whatever. This is why I allow my mind to just keep working this problem. Whereas, you know, just based on your own life experiences, that that's not usually how you come up with solutions. Solutions usually come when you are in a place where you leave it for a while and suddenly it pops into your mind. Sometimes the solution is fully formed. Sometimes it's just a hint of a solution, but that's usually where the, where the true solutions um, arise from, is from that place of peace, from that place of surrender. So that's kind of interesting how it's coming on here. But remember, you're never doing it alone. You know, so many times, especially around the holidays, even if we are surrounded by family or friends, we can sometimes feel very alone. And... Um, this is an illusion. You're always surrounded. You're always connected to everyone. It's just those feelings of separations of separation arise from the egoic energy of uh, black and white thinking, um, duality, and um, that might feel like what is she talking about? It's not an illusion. It's obvious. We're not on the same page, or I'm I'm actually physically alone. But remember, you are. Yes, you're having this physical experience, but you are um, a spiritual being first and foremost. It's it's beyond the physical. There's a lot there, but remember the key lies with a little bit of surrender here as I'm feeling this for you and for me, this higher power, giving over, allowing things to be, that's where the stability um, will increase. It creates instability, the continual picking apart, this continual self-judgment that things aren't right, I need to fix myself, I need to fix people, I need to fix circumstances, and this is where New Year's resolutions can come in, that you know, in some ways we feel like, oh, you know, it's a fun thing to do, or this is, I'm really going to change my life in 2019 by fixing these things about myself. So if you are someone who likes to have New Year's resolutions, this is a little, may seem off topic, but it's all part of the same energy here. Um, rather than imagining a scenario where you are different, 
my life is going to change in 2019. I'm finally going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym three days a week, or I'm finally going to leave that job or leave this relationship, or, or I'm just going to turn over a new leaf in some way. Um, there is the self-judgment there that somehow you're wrong or that you're not perfect just as you are and that you need to fix yourself. So watch where the ego comes in and, your new, and where your New Year's resolutions are based on this idea of fixing yourself as opposed to expanding the desires you have for new things in your life. There's a, some subtle differences there, but they're powerful differences because one is filled with self-judgment that somehow you're, you're not exactly where you're meant to be and you need to fix yourself in order to get better. And the other is more about connecting to what you hold within you already, the desires for a more peaceful life, a more abundance in all areas, deeper connection to others, whatever it may be. You connect to where you have that within you already, connecting to your, your deeper self, connecting to um, your soul, let's say, or experiences where you have already witnessed that either in yourself or in others, Remembering that if you're witnessing it in someone else, you hold it within you already and you can connect to that and then you can bring that out into your resolution or your hopes and desires for the future. Um, I'm hoping to feel more deeply connected to my family as opposed to I want to get away from my family because they're all messed up, right? You don't have to necessarily spend time with them in the new year, but there's a difference there between trying to get away out of fear that somehow you need to protect yourself from the evils of your family. Um, or you can feel, I want to feel more connected to family in general. And how does family, what does family mean to me? Well, family means people who love and support me. And so therefore, and I have that already maybe with my children or with my friends or with that one person or with my animal. And I want to expand that out more in 2019. It's the difference, you know, you can feel it. And that's what will have legs. You know, that, that's the key really to um, a more stable and fulfilled experience in the moment. But, you know, as we are approaching the end of the year, many of you are thinking long-term. You know, many people like to set long-term goals. And um, so just watch where the goals are based on fear or anxiety or, or self-judgment, that things are awful or you're not perfect just as you are. Reminding yourself that you're already a perfect being um, and that you hold everything you want already within you. Then you can expand that out in a way that feels more gentle to your heart and... Um, that isn't filled with so much um, self-judgment or fear and anxiety. Now what we can expect or look forward to regardless is this beautiful new life. <laughs> you can see she's stretching, she's arising, she's welcoming in a new dawn, a new day, a new life, right? And this can be done, as you've heard me say before, um, in any given moment when you are through your own awareness and consciousness of self, your own aware awareness of where your thoughts are and where you connect more to the heart-centered energies of openness, expansion, perfection, if you will, right? And so just being aware that your thoughts are coming in begins to create new life in terms of your awareness and consciousness of who you truly are and what you're truly desiring. Um, but of course, you know, for many of you, it'll be like 2019, right? It's fun. It's exciting to think about a whole new year. Um, but you can begin that at any time. So don't don't set yourself up for disappointment in that way. But here she is expanding and stretching and growing in each and every moment. And you can do that more and more consciously um, whenever you witness yourself having a thought that is painful or there's a dissonance there or you feel separated. One of the most common ways to recognize the egoic energy is when you feel separated from others. Um, when you feel that um, they are judging you or you are judging them. You know, there's always that separation of she's so stupid or 
he's um, a whatever. You know, if you find yourself doing that, remember that there's parts of, you know, parts of that is allowing yourself to hold judgment for your own actions, for your own self, that somehow your experiences aren't right and that they are somehow wrong and you are somehow right. You know, whenever, you know, it's, not that you don't, not that you can master it right away, but just bringing awareness, consciousness around it with self-love as opposed to judgment of self, like, oh, there I am, gossiping again or whatever it may be. You can bring the self-conscious, the, the self-awareness of, ah, oh, look at that. I fell back in, into that pattern um, for, you know, an hour at the water cooler just gossiping about, you know, so-and-so on, on, you know, in department, whatever, <laughs> you know, or a family member. Um, it's, it's all the same energy. It's that separation. And that's one of the quickest ways that the ego can, can, can keep us held in that position of um, fear, anxiety, not enough, lacking, is that separation, that feeling of separation, feeling that you're separate from others. So whenever you feel that, you can always remind yourself, I can breathe new life into this moment by remembering that I'm actually connected to all things. And I can, I can feel the desire to be close to someone because I hold that closeness within myself. I've had that experience at some point in my life, in some moment, and that you can connect to that and breathe more life into that as opposed to breathing, continuing to breathe out the energy and perpetuating the thought of, I'm separated from this person or they're separated from me and, and, or this situation or money, you know? I'm separated from money, it's just never here for me. Um, it's all part of the same energy and you can begin to play with it more in kind of a, um, a way that as, um, at a distance, so you don't feel so personally connected to it, as you create more awareness at the moment. Um, and you can breathe new life, you know, right here. It's not going to happen automatically. It happens through your own consciousness and awareness and your continued growth that you breathe new life into any moment or any situation or any relationship. There's always room for um, for a softening. It, it does take uh, awareness and you can't always force it. Just be aware of it, you know? Um, if you have a distance with a family member, you can begin to consider, what would it be like if we didn't hate each other so much? Well, if we didn't hate each other so much, maybe um, I would recognize that they're not all evil, <laughs> you know? Uh, they're just a person doing their best and they got triggered and maybe I could have done things differently. And you don't have to take action upon it, but you can begin to slowly but surely shift the energy or just be curious about it. What would it be like? What would it be like to have a relationship with this person? Not where we're best friends necessarily, but where we um, find common ground and we can expand upon that so that there's not so much tension or jaggedness that feels that distance, you know? Something to, to consider and to be with a little bit. Um, you don't necessarily have to think about it, I suppose. You can just kind of feel what it might, what the experience of that might be like. That might feel better to the heart as opposed to thinking about it because um, when we tend to think about these things, sometimes we can go back into, yeah, but they did this to me, <laughs> you know? So rather than think about it, think about uh, or experience it from kind of more of the heart-centered energies of what would it be like? What would it feel like in my body to be able to see that person and not feel that, that tension or that rush of adrenaline, this kind of thing? can show up in a lot of different ways. It doesn't have to be relationships can show up in terms of your job and all of this, but there is a potential here, a beautiful, beautiful energy of what we can expect regardless of something new is arising. This is the theme. We've had it in the last two readings. Um, uh, we had something like a re renewal, I think, and then 
something last time. So this is this is quite a trend, and it has been a very long um, energetic period of working through issues. You know, everyone's kind of has had quite a bit of struggle and had to redefine their values um, and um, explore what they're truly wanting. You know, um, in ways that were more intense. I feels like in the in in 2018, let's say, and uh, there's an opportunity coming here in 2019, if we want to look at long-term, and I know many of uh, us like to do that, um, there's a new trend arising because we have all this new energy. So a new trend of, of being more aware of what you're desiring as opposed to focusing in on the lack, which is always the egoic um, spotlight. Uh, 2019 will bring in much more of our preferences, let's say, for many of us because of the deep shifts that were occurring in 2018. So it's a very exciting time. Uh, so I wish you much love and a very happy and safe um, new year. And I will see you. I might do a couple more videos this week um, just to kind of stay in touch with everybody because I know it's been a very tense time for many people. Um, and don't forget, I do have the sale going on. So if you'd like to take advantage of it, um, it's, uh, it's up for a couple more days. All right. Much love to you all.